Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny Fuentes, a podcast about dating, marriage, and sex, where we break it down, keep it real, and unashamedly go there. Our goal is to foster a space that welcomes you to have conversations with us regarding these topics. And since we believe in seeking the truth about these topics, we guarantee to keep a biblical perspective in all things related. So go ahead and grab your favorite drink and or put those earbuds because it's about to get real. Hey guys, welcome, welcome back. back to Dear Husband, Dear Husband, Dear, Dear Wife, wife. Yep. with Danny and Jenny. Yep, 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 the Fuentes. The Fountains. So here we are, episode... Episode dot dot dot. Who knows what? Question mark. <laughs> At this point, let's, let's, there's no purpose in keeping count. <laughs> that is true. That is so, so true. But yeah, today's episode's a juicy one. Yeah, I hope everyone had a decent week. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of you duked it out. You know, maybe some of you put the gloves on. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, but guess what? Um, this is the week of September 23rd, and it was on September 23rd that we launched our podcast yeah. last year. So this is our one-year anniversary. Woo! If, if I had like, like, yeah, we don't have any party noise. Yeah, like, we're not techn- we're not that technical savvy, so <laughs> we're just gonna do it with our mouths. Yes. So happy one year podcast anniversary, baby. Yeah, happy one year anniversary in the podcast world. Yeah, we're no longer virgins. Nope. <laughs> we've been abused. We've used each other. To great lengths. <laughs> to the podcast world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, today's episode is one that, you know, many couples do not like to talk about, but mm-hmm. we deemed that it's very necessary to yeah. talk about. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about fighting with each other. Fighting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had an episode about this already, but what the heck? It's not like you're only going to fight once. Yep. They're going to happen. Yep. And I think this time our, our focus is more like, what do you do when you cross the line? Yeah. Like when you've crossed yeah. the line. You know, what do you do so. when you cross the line? Yeah. How do you go about that? Yeah, because the truth of the matter go? is like we try not to cross the line. Yeah. And you do your best not to. Do your best not to. <clears throat> but in our humanity we will most likely cross the line. Not once, not twice, but several times. Yes. So, let's talk about this. So, as you guys know, we moved to San Francisco. With moving comes a lot of changes. A lot. And as you guys know, we also work together. If you've listened to our last two episodes, you know that. And um, we found ourselves having a good time until I would say the first two weeks of school when we first started working. We were both very tired, very exhausted. I had been out of the classroom for a long time. Yeah. Danny had also, you know, forgotten what it was to even work with kids. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. And all of that. So we found ourselves in a very unfortunate situation where we were kind of like at each other's throat yeah yeah we were at each other yeah we were at each other's throats um you know and like i've said in previous uh podcasts i 
I have this uh, flaw characteristic um, <clears throat> that I am not proud of. I when I get and again I'm it takes me a while for me to get upset, but because Jenny knows who I am <laughs> and she knows my vulnerabilities, she's the only person in this world that can take me from zero to a hundred <laughs> in like a split second. And so, um, you know, one of my one of my biggest flaws um, that I'm not proud of is that when she gets me upset, I I just lose it. I lose my cool. I I you know I curse. I I get loud, um, and it's just it's it's awful. It's bad. <clears throat> and so um, you know, again, being that we had just moved to San Francisco and. We had gotten the jobs and just life out here. We kind of found ourselves in this weird uh, funk where, yeah, like Jenny said, we were just at each other's throats, bickering and just getting upset for like the smallest of things. What were we fighting about? And see, that's the thing. Like you go back and you think about it and you're like, what the hell was that all about? Like, you don't even remember 90% of the time. Oh, that's bad. So it's like, what were we fighting about? Like, it makes you question, like, is it even worth it to fight then, you know? Um. I think it's also, I think the reason why so many people also forget is because of the fact that, like, when you're in the heat of the moment, you just don't want to, you just don't want to keep reminiscing on it yeah you don't want to keep that in your mind you don't want to keep that in your heart that's true you know you try to go about your day as best as you can and then yeah you go back to think on what what the source was and you're like i don't know i think i think well let's 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 actually rewind a little bit let's preface let's not preface what the heck let's preface is a computer term <laughs> no, um, no. that let's we don't preface. have there we go that we don't have any let's preface uh, first for of. a moment and say and stop and say this i i don't want to sound um pretensions Prete- pre- pretentions pretentions i don't know what that word is <laughs> pretentious is it pre- it's pretentious <laughs> There's no N in that word. But it's okay, babe. Okay. I don't want to sound too goody two shoes in other words. Yeah. Um but I'm gonna go there. I'm just gonna say it. Healthy couples will not remember or will easily forget what they were fighting about because they don't wanna reminisce on it and they don't wanna continue to dwell in it. Unhealthy couples Hmm. Or an unhealthy individual will will hold it. Hold it. So I just I just want to put that out there. And oh. if you're one of those, wow, babe. who holds it? Who are you? <laughs> you got to check yourself. Check yourself, dog. Yeah, <clears throat> because I think what's helped us in our marriage is that I I I recall the hurtful moment. So yeah, if yeah. you're not gonna forget that, no, but, no, no, I can't, I can't forget it either. I, yeah, I know, I know exactly what it is. But saying. and that's part of being healthy. It's like you acknowledge, you realize, and you want to make sure you don't do it again. So you just don't <clears throat> easily say, "Oh, I'm gonna forget about this." But you just like, yeah, you hold yourself accountable of making sure that you don't go there again. But what I'm talking about is like resentment. We don't resent each other. Yeah, does that make sense? That's what I'm trying to say. 
Yeah. No, we had this uh, pretty, um, really bad night, guys. And and again, I'm not, I'm not bringing this up because I like to talk about it. I'm not bringing it up so I can make fun of it. I'm bringing it up because it happened. I'm not proud of it, and I wish that I had um, expressed myself in a different way than what I did. But to give you guys a full picture of what I'm talking about. Context. <clears throat> full context. Um, I, I basically, you know, I verbally attacked Jenny. I, I cursed at her in, in a lot of horrific ways. And in 10 years. And in 10 years, guys, I, I, yeah, I've never really done that. Yeah. I've never really done that. Again, like you've heard, you've heard me say that yeah, when you, I get you. upset and I curse, it's never been at Jenny. It's always been to the situation. That's that's always been my reasoning. And even though Jenny has always countless of times reminded me that she hates it when I curse, I've always reminded her, Jenny. It's not. I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to the situation that I am currently in or the emotion that I'm currently in. But this particular fight that we had was full-on, 100% directed to Jenny. And so I knew on all five senses that I was verbally attacking Jenny. And in the moment, that's exactly what I was aiming for. Not necessarily to completely verbally destroy her, but because... I ultimately lost control of my temper and my emotions. And again, what I initially was going to say could have been said in a different perspective rather than the choice of words that I poorly took that night. And I remember, guys, it's like the best way I can describe it is like those those scenes that you've seen in the movie where where the person says something so hurtful and then instantly like you see their regret you see it on the screen and that's literally like as soon as i finished saying everything i said that's exactly how i felt like i instantly it's like my literally like my brain just shifted 180 degrees and said dude you messed up like you don't realize what you just said to the one person in this world that basically just loves you. And I instantly was filled with ultimate regret. But because I, it was such a bad situation in that moment, I knew that if I tried to remedy it, it wouldn't have, it just would have been bad. It would have gone from bad to much worse. So I left it at that, and we both went to sleep. You know, we woke up the next day just freaking like zombies, you know, went to work. And just, again, we obviously couldn't, you know, didn't want to bring what, what, what had just happened the night before onto our, onto our work. So we just played it off as best as we could. And then, you know, after that, we came home and... We had some serious, we, had, we just had a serious conversation, mostly, you know, 
it was all me. Like Jenny apologized, and I I just started like I I cried because I was like, you know what, Jenny? Like, no, like there's absolutely no way that you in your right mind should be apologizing. Like, I did what I did. I knew what I what I was doing, and and I I was aware that what I was saying was hurtful, and even then, I did not stop. And so I just, guys, it was very humbling. And again, I'm not a perfect person. I've I've made many mistakes, and you know, one of the things, another area of my life that I have to I have to constantly work on is my sense of pride, and. You know, Jenny has always been kind, you know. Jenny's the kind of girl where it's like the other dude messed up and then Jenny's the one apologizing. Like, that's just Jenny. Like, she just apologizes when she knows 200% has absolutely nothing to do with her. And so I, you know, again, I, I was just regretful. I was ultimately regretful because of everything that I said, you know. <clears throat> again how i how i felt about certain things could have easily been taken care of had i taken the time to really choose my words wisely and i didn't guys i let my emotions get to me and there were other things that were in the way as well that were clouding my my judgment and i i made the mistake of unleashing it all over jenny so I found myself again in a situation where I had to, you know, I had to repent, guys. I, I, I attacked my wife verbally. I'm just, I mean, I'm basically telling you what I just did. And that wasn't cool. And, you know, I also want to say that I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's done this. You know, but I, I had to go back. I had to, I had to really take myself away from the situation and and just think back on why I behaved the way I did and also call myself out on it you know and tell myself you know what that's not cool that wasn't okay guys you know we're not we're not perfect people we are all going to make mistakes we are all going to fall short and god forgives He's always quick to forgive, always. But it doesn't mean that it's okay for us to continue. You know, there's, you know, we have to be better at, you know, taking that forgiveness, like accepting it with all of our heart and just doing the best that we can to change. Otherwise, you know, what's the point of any of it? And so I, you know, I had to, I was humbled. I was really humbled. I was taken back, you know, and I just, <clears throat> I I kept apologizing. It was, I feel like it was the first time in my entire life that I had apologized so much to one person, you know. And again, I mean, I can't see you guys. You guys can't see me, but I'm pretty sure some of you guys are probably like, hey, man, you know what? I've I'm, I've messed up like that, too. But, you know, we talk about this because, again, it's, you know, there's a reason why we have to be better versions of ourselves. There's a reason why we have to learn to talk about our emotions and our feelings when we don't, when we're not okay with something or, you know. 
And it's also, there's also, you know, a time for us when we feel like, you know what, one more word and I'm about to snap, you know, to pull back or to, you know, remove ourselves from certain situations so that we don't say things that we're later going to regret. But I, I hurt my wife and I've never hurt her like this in 10 years. And I am not proud that I did that. Yeah. No, and I mean, it wasn't, you know, Danny, I, Danny says this, like, you know, he's apologized and apologized. And the truth of the matter is I, I have forgiven him. That, that's the honest truth. But I, I know deep inside that in 10 years, my husband had never done that before, ever before, or ever, actually. <clears throat> so it really, it really did, as he was ex- explaining and saying, it, it really did hurt me so much that I remember falling asleep and thinking what the hell just happened and I will be honest with you I also said to myself what the hell did I get myself into like at that moment I questioned my marriage like at that moment I was like what am I doing here who am I sleeping with? Who's been sleeping next to me for the last 10 years? So, you know, it, it goes to show you, and I'm just going to say this, it's not just men who do it. I've known women, or I've heard also of instances of women being verbally, um, to verbally attack their husbands, you know? Um, and to an extent where it becomes abuse, like, you know? Um, and I, I just want to make it very clear, Danny has... You know, it's not an abuser. He hasn't like done this before or anything. It was a one time thing and I'm praying and we're hoping that it doesn't yeah. happen again, you know? Never again. Yeah, but it's like I grew up unfortunately in a very verbal abusive home, you know? And so I remember the trauma, like at that moment, it was so traumatic for me. And I think men and women, we just have to learn how to talk to each other. We just have to learn how to speak to one another. Because women are, are fault at are at fault too of being are, are actually commonly known to be verbally abusive too, especially to some men. So, I think it's very important to understand the repercussions that come when someone says very hurtful things verbally, because it starts verbally and then it starts emo- then it goes into emotional and then eventually, unfortunately, if you're not careful, it can become physical. So. Yeah. Keeping your guard up and keeping keeping your your heart on check is super important and accountability is 100% important. Yeah. You know, so I, I think I just have some couple of questions for you um babe so that if someone that's listening to this who is in who who has been the attacker, let's just say the attacker, who's mm. been the attacker. Like and they want to get away from that. They don't want to be that way. Mm. Like what are what are two or three strategies or recommendations that you would recommend, um, you know, to basically help you or help the person not be in that position again, not become an attacker again? Um, you know, I think, well, for me, for me, for me personally, I, I kept telling myself that, you know, that, um, that I don't get mad, you know, but I always defined the word mad as in like very, like when I reach a point that you explode, which 
technically that's that's how I would react depending mm. on what circumstances I find myself in. But I had to I realized that I did have a problem in the sense of like you know, growing up I was accustomed to just, you know, my parents constantly fighting and like just throwing out like crazy crazy hurtful words to each other and like you just said you know it goes from verbally being abusive to full-on physical abuse and that's basically how i saw it with my parents it all it started with verbal abuse my mom would say hurtful things to my dad my dad would say hurtful things to my mom and that became normal to the point where it resulted in my mom always like physically like hitting my dad luckily i never saw my i never saw my dad raise his hand ever he always took it and that was that but i had to acknowledge for myself that that i needed help in the sense of like okay when when i find myself upset because of something I have to do something about it so that I don't find myself attacking people that love me. Mm. You know? And which is a which is honestly again it's a it's it's hard to do because the truth is, you know, men we're prideful. You know, we don't want to admit to our flaws. We don't want to admit to our weaknesses. We play this persona that we're we're good, we're straight, we got it all down, we don't need help. And we're men and this is just what men do. But no, this is not what men do. You know, we're granted you're not going to find the Bible, you know, a verse that says men are like fragile cups, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that that we're not, you know, that doesn't mean that we're not human. Yeah. You know? That just means that women carry a much, you know, more special place, but that also means that God created us to be sensitive. Hmm. And so, you know, for anyone that might find themselves in in, you know, relationships or in marriages where the wife is abusive to the husband or the husband is abusive to the wife, you know, verbally, you know, I would just ask, you know, guys, just take the time, take a step back and honestly look into yourselves, hmm. you know, every, how we are today, you know, and this is just my opinion for me. I cannot speak on behalf of any of you, but how we are today is compiled of the experiences that we've lived previously. Hmm. And that goes from the day you came into this earth up until whatever age you are today. So how I am, you know, how I deal with things, how I handle certain situations is all based on experiences, you know, that I've that I've witnessed growing up. You know, for those of you, you know, some of you have had childhoods where you had a present father, you had a present mother, and everything was fine, and mom went to the recitals, and dad went to the conferences, and vice versa, birthday parties, and you grow up and you're level-headed. Kudos to you. But that's not everyone's story. You know, not every father was present, or not every mother was present. 
And so there are things that we grow up, that we turn into adulthood, that we're still dragging with us. Mm. And we wonder, why am I still this way? Or why does this still get to me? You know? And so, again, you know, I, I knew that what I had done was 200% incorrect, messed up, and definitely more than enough for Jenny to just be like, you know what? Get your ass out of this house. You're not coming back here until I tell you so. And, you know, but I had to look at myself and I had to, I had to accept the fact that, you know what? This was not okay. There's something wrong. Why did I do what I just did? And so I'm learning that I've been holding on to certain things without having to talk to Jenny about because of the fact that I felt like Jenny always had the last word. Hmm. And so that was literally the core, and it's now coming to me, (laughs) that was literally the core of like, why I exploded. And you guys are probably thinking, well, Danny, you could have just told, you could have just said that, dude. You didn't have to go all crazy. Yeah, that's true. I could have just said that. Had I what? Done the responsible thing, talked to Jenny like an adult, and just tell her how I really felt. But instead, I, I submerged myself into a jackass mentality and I came out a donkey and behaved like a douchebag. And so, you know, but again, Jenny is just an amazing woman. And I'm not saying this because she has the heart to forgive. This, that's just who she is. Regardless of what she would have done after everything I said, whether she kicked me out of the house or told me, you know, you're going to stay in the couch and you're not welcome on this bed. And whatever decision she would have made, how I think of her would not have changed. And so, again, it's just one of those things where I think for us, for guys, we have to just swallow our pride and and look into ourselves and really figure out where that is coming from. And what's really interesting and what's really surprising is that 90 to 95% of the time, it's always something very small. And when I say very small, I don't mean insignificant, but I mean small in the sense of like, it could be an experience that happened to you growing up that you couldn't, you Mm. didn't even have the capacity to understand it at the time, Mm. but it affected you in some way where you just didn't even know how to go about it, you know? And something, again, that one thing, whether great or small, you know, has been the, the, the drive of your personality Mm. or your character or your, your entire being today. So yeah, guys, I'm broken. I'm talking to you about my issues and my problems and how messed up I am. Judge me if you want. Doesn't matter. I know that I need help. I'm not perfect. There's a lot of areas that I am not proud of that I need work on. And I go to church not because I think I'm better, but because I know how sick I am. Hmm. Just like anyone would go to a doctor. If you're visiting a doctor, it's because you need to check yourself. There's something wrong. Or you just want an update on how you're doing physically. But healthy people don't go to doctors. Therefore, if you think you're healthy enough to not go to church, kudos to you. But I need help. And I go to church when I have to and should. Mm. 
Thanks for sharing, babe. Yeah, I think if anything, um, you know, a lot of the times traumatic moments in our childhood will end up kind of trickling into our habits in adulthood if we don't address them. You know, this is why we are adamantly always advocating for therapy. You know, we always say, like, you need to see a therapist. You need to talk to someone. And I think the most important thing that Danny mentioned was, you know, Pride. I think pride is our biggest enemy. Pride will unfortunately destroy things from us. We had, um, it's funny because that, that same, either that week or weekend that we fought, it was weak because that following Sunday, literally the preaching was mm. about humility and oh, pride man. and how the folly, <sighs> the prideful fall really quickly oh yeah that's that song you know but the uh, that proverb and that's sorry that proverb in that um in that you know those who are haughty those who are prideful fall quickly yeah but those who are humble you know like don't you know like they god raises god raises them right so it's like let's be real when it comes to our pride um our pride will get us into trouble our pride is going to suck the life out of us our pride is going to destroy our future and even any possibility of joy and life and laughter and hope um you think you're okay by saying oh i don't have to apologize or i don't i don't have anything to forgive you can be very very prideful too if you're constantly assuming oh the woe is me um kind of attitude too so like you gotta realize where you fall short and acknowledge it and apologize i mean yes it's true what denny says like he kept apologizing we both cried actually we both we both cried we both you know that's the beauty of reconciliation and having jesus at the center of our marriage is that we realize and acknowledge i could have been an i could have been a and excuse my language i could have been an ass and i could have been like like yeah like screw you like you just cursed at yeah. me, and you and, and you just she had every right, like you know, yeah, she had every right. I yeah. mean, again, I I was not expecting, you know, for anything like that to not happen. I was expecting, like, all right, I'm getting kicked out, or you know, I'm probably sleeping in my car tonight. I mean, I was I was expecting that kind of outcome. Yeah, and so, I mean, I could have done that, but. I, I needed to ask myself at that moment. So for the person, the recipient who's like receiving this, like I want to be very, very careful because if you are in a verbally abusive marriage, talk to someone, get a pastor, get someone involved. Or relationship. Respect. Yeah, or even relationship. Like talk to someone. Like that's not healthy and yeah. you need help um, because you don't want to be in a toxic environment. But in my case, so I, I, I want to... I want to make sure that I um, preface that it's in my case. In my situation, this has never happened before. Yeah. You know, it was the first time ever. And I had a choice at that moment to make. I had a choice of being a douchebag with my husband and continuing to fuel the fire even more. Or I had the choice to just be quiet. And I was hurt. And so I, I couldn't say anything. I mean, I could have. I chose not to. Um, And so I just stayed in the silence. And I really, at that moment, I remember I just prayed and I asked the Lord, Lord, help me. Because everything in my being wants to be 
horrible to Danny right now because he really, 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 really hurt me. And so um, I went to sleep and I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. I have to rest up because it, I was also, it was late at night too. Late at night. We had to work the next day. Yeah. I remember just thinking to myself, nothing good's going to come out of my mouth right now because I'm actually physically, mentally tired. And at that moment, also emotionally exhausted from everything that I was, I had just heard. So I just said to myself, I'm just going to go to sleep. So I went to sleep. I remember I just looked at Danny. I said, I have nothing else to say to you. And I went to sleep. Yeah. You know, I literally yeah. went to bed. Yeah. Um, and then I woke up and he still wasn't at bed. I, I went, I woke up like in the middle of the night. And so he was laying on our tiny, tiny little couch because we live in a small little place now. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I just said, hey, you need to go to bed. Like, you need to sleep. Because I knew that he had work the following day and we I, both I, needed to. I, I moved myself to the couch because. Yes. I didn't kick him out. <laughs> yeah, she actually did not. I, I put myself there because I, again, I instantly was filled with regret. And I felt unworthy to, you know, be next to her. Yeah, and so... And I, I just felt guilty. I yeah. was like, there's no way. Like, I can't, you know, just pretend like nothing happened. Yeah, and so, I mean, you know, like, in, in instances like this, when you're arguing with your spouse, when you're arguing with your fiancé or with your boyfriend or girlfriend, uh, you know, like, our words are powerful. Like, Scripture says it, you know, the tongue has the power to destroy or to give life. And sometimes silence is even very powerful. And in this case, I chose not to give in to my anger. I chose not to give in to my frustration or even into my hurt and pain. And I stayed silent. I stayed quiet. And then the following morning, you know, Danny apologized to me on our way to work. But I was still so unsettled because I was like, is this his freaking apology? Like, like this is it? Like we're not gonna talk about this, you know? So, so um, I literally was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. My pride wanted to kick in so badly and be like, nah, like this freaking dude owes me no sincere apology. Blah blah blah. But I was like, okay, I guess this is it. But I was like, I was like, okay. Either way, I want to talk to him about this later on. Yeah. And we did. We did after school. We went to have dinner. We just, you know, left the house and we went to go eat and I just poured everything out. Yeah. We were out in public crying. Yeah. <laughs> when we could have done that here at home, but it just, you know, I just wanted a, a change of scene just to kind of, you know, get away from the house a little bit and yeah we went to go have dinner just the two of us and we were outside sitting outside this little tiny hole in the wall delicious hole. really good food yeah. by the way um just again just spilling out my guts in ultimate regret crying mm. yeah yeah yeah, and I mean, if anything, I just want to say, you know, like, forgiveness goes a long way and talking goes a long way. The problem that had happened is that, like Danny said, he had bottled it all up. Yeah. And I had no reason to, guys. I, I honestly didn't. It was just, I, I have no idea why I did. But I, you know, made that mistake and 
And look at what happened because I bottled it. And again, you know, something that could have been dealt with in a completely different light, you know, had I taken the initiative to bring it up when I first felt like I was unease about it. But I didn't. I kept it to myself. And once you do that, you just, everything else that gets to you, you just, you, you, you push it down. And so you can't, and then it all comes out. Yeah, we have this thing in our marriage where communication is key, and I think for the first time in a while, Danny forgot that. And I did. You know, he was just bottling things up, and yeah. um, this is what happens. It's, 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 it literally is what happens when we don't communicate, when we're not transparent with each other. And um, after Danny shared his heart with me, I remember just listening and I was like, I'm really, I apologize too. I said, like, like he said, I apologize because the truth of the matter is it's like unintentionally, whether it was unintentionally or intentionally, I at some point made my husband feel like I always had the last word. And so I had to go back and look at my actions and think of like, ooh, what am I saying? What am I doing? You know, where have I, where have I given him this uh, feeling or what have I done to provoke this uh, thought in him? So I apologized and moving forward, I now second guess, not that I want to second guess myself, but it's kind of like now I second, I do a double check before I say something. And if I say it, I apologize immediately because I acknowledge. I was like, "Oh, I just stepped a little bit over my husband." Like, like, like I said, I think it was like two episodes back where I said, "Like, I made a boo boo like at work," and like I was like, "Oh, I checked myself," and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." At that moment, it was not my, it was not my place nor my thing. My husband was the one to have the last word, and and I, I stepped again, and I, I saw that so acknowledging that. And one of the things that I've noticed about Danny, and I'm just going to say it publicly right now, babe, and I want to say thank you for, honestly, you have been trying so hard. Like, I've noticed, like, you want to get angry and you check yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, you really, I do. really I do. do. I do. And I, I want to say. I'm, I'm not laughing because I, you know, think it's funny. I just, I'm laughing because you're right, babe. Like, it's, it's true. Yes, like the whole, like when you kind of just barged in, like I really wanted to get upset, but I was like, okay, this, I don't have to get super angry, you know, it's not like Jenny does this on a regular basis, I I know that it was, um, again, it was a one-time thing, and I know that it's not your heart to want to, you know, carry yourself that way. Yeah, and so, so. like I just want to say thank you for you know, trying and yeah. I know it's not easy. And, um, like he says, Danny doesn't get mad, but the truth is Danny does get mad, <laughs> you know, um, I, like, and like he said, he considers mad. mad as like explosion. Mad is you get mad. You yeah, get mad. It's a true. simple decision. You get mad. And yeah. the truth is he does get mad cause he is human. Um, well, I get bothered, but yes, bothered, you get bothered frustrated. Yes. 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 Yes, but um, angry is rare. Anger is very yes, rare. Yes, angry is yeah. The, like the yeah, but I just want to say thank you because you've been trying really hard. You've been yeah, working at it, and 
I know it's not easy and I know I am not an easy wife. And so ladies out there, if you are a complicated lady like myself, <laughs> thank your Uncomplicate husband. Complicate yourself. <laughs> thank your husband first. Begin by thanking your husband for putting up with you. And then number two, work on uncomplicating yourself, just like my husband said. Uh, yeah, you, we don't have to be complicated. So, um, yeah, we don't want we don't want to be in this position again. I know Danny and I had a really heart to heart conversation, and you know um, we're sharing this publicly because again we're we're transparent. We're going to give it to you real. We're not a perfect couple. Yeah. But certain things I choose to keep private, and that conversation was very special to me. That. I'm yeah. choosing to keep it private, but all I can tell you is this, is that we've made a vow to really try to n- not do this to each other again. I mean, yeah. in 10 years, 10 years, it took 10 years for that to happen. And I know I've pissed off my husband way much more than, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, we don't want this to ever happen again. We don't want this to happen again uh, 10 years from now. We This was a one-time thing, and we want to try our best for it not to happen again. And we're praying that it doesn't happen again. Because again, like we said before, and like I was saying before, it starts with one time, then it can become two, then it can become three. And then you find yourself in a verbally abusive marriage or relationship. Yeah. So you have to be very, very careful. And so for us, this is very, our marriage is something very sacred. And um, we are asking the Lord to wash our marriage with his precious blood. And to forgive us for failing in areas that we have failed in our marriage, but to help us to restore and to bring back life. Yeah, and that's the goal, guys. I mean, again, it's this life is not perfect. The enemy is always going to come at you in all different ways. And the worst part is that he'll use the people that love you the most. Like he'll Mm -hmm. he'll try to get to you know to you through people that you love and care for. And so, you know, there's a reason why we need to continue to, um, to, to water the, you know, the plant, the seed that God gives us in our lives, you know, to just continue to grow, to, to have that relationship with God so that we can always be reminded of how we need to be, like how we need to be the kind of sons and daughters that Jesus wants us to be. So that we can always be reminded of how to treat the the people that he puts in our lives. The wives, the husbands, whatever, boyfriend or girlfriend. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you're in a really abusive marriage no. or relationship, we ask you to please get help. Yeah. Find someone that you trust. Let them know your story. Let them know your situation. Get the help that you need. Yeah. Um, for those couples who have never experienced this kudos to you guys and continue to honor each other, continue to bless each other, continue to speak life to one another. And for those couples like ourselves who experienced it once or twice, Hey, continue to work on making sure that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Use those experiences to to share with the world, learn from them and, you know, be, be kind and generous to each other guys. I mean, that's, that's the whole point. Love one another. Don't, don't hold grudges. Don't, don't be, don't be contempt toward one another. Just be kind, you know? I mean, just like Jenny did, just like Jenny was with me. She was she was kind and forgiving and definitely undeserving. I was undeserving of all of that. And it's because of that that really, you know, pushed me to to need to make that change. 
So thank you, Jenny, also at the same time for being the better person and that because I was cruel and hurtful and a monster and instead you just loved me. And your kindness made me see how disgusting I was. So, thank you. I love you. Love you too. All right, y'all. We've gone way over time. Yeah. May you have a wonderful awesome and blessed week. Day, week, weekend, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see you guys in the next one. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adios.